You're listening to Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. A weekly San Diego Comic-Con podcast talking all the news in the world of SDCC and hosted by Leonard Sultana. This is Season 2, Episode 27, recorded on Sunday the 17th of May, in which Leonard, Alyssa Franks and Michael Leventhal from the Friends of CCI Forum talk about all the fun and games of the previous week's New York Comic Con ticket sale. This episode is proudly supported by Dark Bunny Tees. Go to darkbunnytees.com to check out the very best in quality movie-themed shirts, hoodies and apparel. Personally, we think they're cool as hell, and we're proud as punch they've agreed to support us. Welcome to another episode of Talking Comic Con with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. It is the 17th of May 2015 with 51 days to San Diego Comic Con 2015. Just over seven weeks. Is it seven weeks or eight? We've got seven weekends, seven more of these hangouts to go <laughs> now and uh, Comic Con. And it's <laughs> Uh, it's starting to heat up now um, because we had uh, news that uh, a number of the panels um, were starting to get allocated by Comic-Con, um, uh, Comic-Con International. So people who had applied for panels uh, were now starting to uh, uh, get information about that. They're not allowed to reveal any information yet, so as many times as we kind of prod them on social <laughs> media, uh, we haven't got any information just yet. But they're starting to roll out, which means the special guests are done. The panels are getting allocated. Next thing you know, it's going to be the cover. I think, yeah, I think that'll be the next thing to do. You'll get the cover and you'll get the T-shirts. That's going to be very interesting because I want to see what they've uh, got uh, lined up, especially to try and top that Babs Tar Batgirl cover, which they did for WonderCon, which was gorgeous. what else have we got? Um, well, we've got you guys. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Do jump in on the Q&A on the Google Plus event if there's any questions that you want to ask about what we're talking about and just generally about Comic-Con. It is all a roundtable thing. It's all about you. If there's anything that you want to ask uh, today, please do. Um, yes. Especially about the New York Comic-Con ticket sales. <laughs> come, come, don't worry. Um, so yes, if also if you were um, taking part in that uh, ticket sale, whether you were successful or not, either way, do jump in and let us know what your experience was on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, for um, the New York City Comic Con ticket sale, which plenty of things to talk about coming up. Um, so jump in on the Q&A. You can also talk to us on Twitter if you use the hashtag CupOTSDCC. We would love to hear uh, from you on there as well. You can interact that way. Um, right, we've got ourselves two great guests who have joined us uh, today. Uh, first up is my uh, my usual partner in crime. We've got Alyssa Frank <laughs> from friendsofcci.com forum. Hello, uh, Alyssa. Hello, Leonard. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Um, I, I, I didn't take part in the NYCC kind of noise, so I don't have the, the kind of pale pallor of uh, many people who, who kind of definitely had the blood leave their face uh, uh, throughout the course of the, the stress. Um, what was your experience? Um, 
I was buying uh, for myself and my son who are interested in going. I was part of a group um, because that's we have a, a number of people who help each other out, out on the forum for ticket sales. And in general, it looks as though the experience of our group as a whole is very good. Um, we, yeah. It, it, it took some while, and I personally, I had three computers going, and I had errors on each screen. So obviously, I was being shunted to one particular server, and um, I had a variety of errors. I, when I got into the the waiting room, um, to checking out, to accepting my credit card, all of it, I had them all, even the white screen. Well, we, there is a whole host of um, uh, discussion, uh, people's stories. So don't worry, we're going to cover that. But um, Alyssa also had uh, her fair uh, uh, experience. We also have uh, Michael Levenfall who's joined us. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Hey, Leonard. How's it going? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Michael, <laughs> it's got to be said, is looking a little bit drawn uh, right because <laughs> he's just had some uh, rather... Um, Upsetting news of his own because you're, you, what were you trying for? What are you trying for? Well, right now, if any, um, and there are a few people on the FOCCI forum, is uh, Gen Con sales. So, if you're not aware, Gen Con's a gaming event. It's in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, and what happens is it's a, it's also staged kind of like San Diego. There's a few different things. So, getting a badge is actually the easy part. Like right now, you could still get a badge to the event. Um, that's not the hard part. The hard part is today where the, all the events go on sale. So there's about eight, 9,000 events that they put up. But you have to get in a kind of a queue the same way that you would get in a queue, you know, for regular tickets and then hope that your events don't sell out. So unfortunately, I just got locked out of one of the big events that I care about the most, which is AEG's Big Game Night. Um, so, I don't know. Hopefully they'll add some tickets later because it is a kind of thing where people can give up their tickets. Okay. So, but now we're looking at... Well, what we'll hope is Mike isn't going to break down in tears. Uh, <laughs> random well, I, I've already lost the opportunity, so I don't think they'll go that far, but... Uh... Right, okay. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Alyssa and Mike, for joining us. Um, this um, run of uh, Hangouts between now and San Diego is now being sponsored, and we'd like to thank Dark Bunny Tees for um, supporting us between now and San Diego Comic-Con. Thank you very much, David. Uh, uh What we're going to be doing is giving a, um, a chance to win a T-shirt, or, or yeah, a T-shirt uh, from Dark Bunny Tees live on the Hangout, and you can do that right now. And it's a random draw. We're not going to be doing any questions. All you have to do is just tweet me. Just tweet Dark Bunny Tease Giveaway. Okay? <laughs> that's all you have to That's the hashtag Dark Bunny Tease Giveaway. Okay? Just tweet that um, and we'll uh, basically do a bit of a, a random number generator at the very end of this hangout. And uh, we will be giving away a t-shirt away at the very end. And we'll also be <laughs> away a promo code over the next seven days but we'll tell you more about that in a little while but if you do want to take part 
Um, unfortunately, I've just seen Michael has just entered. Unfortunately, you are a guest on the Hangout. You are not allowed to enter. Michael, sorry, man. I do I'm just piling it on for you today, man, aren't I? <laughs> but I I'd squeeze it in. Okay. <laughs> well, play, though, he he was the first one to get his um his uh <laughs> entry in. So, Dark Bunny Tees giveaway. Okay, that's the the hashtag. And before the end of this hangout, we'll be giving away a, a t-shirt. And there we go. But there's also been another competition that we ran last week. This was for the uh, Sherlock um party that's uh, being held on Friday the 10th of July between 7 and 10 p.m. at the San Diego Central Library. It's taking over two balconies overlooking Petco Park and Gaslamp with free buffet, cash bar, themed drinks, photo booth, merch, giveaways, raffle, tons of games to win free stuff, free music on the balcony, and past guests have included Stephen Moffat, uh, Sue Virtue, and Mark Gatiss. Uh, this has been run by the uh, Baker Street Babes, and they were very, very generous to give us away, uh, give us a pair of tickets to give away. And they asked, what was the name of the meat company in Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hounds of the Baskervilles? Thank you so much to everybody who entered uh, over the last seven days. But it's time to draw a winner. Mm -hmm. And we've done a random number generator before we started. And the winner is, on Twitter, Yolanda. That's at YCandelas. Uh, that's uh, C-A-N-D-E-L-A-S. I hope I pronounced it right. Congratulations, Yolanda. You have got yourself two tickets to this amazing <laughs> event. Uh, it looks like it could actually be uh, quite a big one as well, considering that, like I say, Stephen Moffat went, um, I believe, two, three years ago. He absolutely had a blast uh, meeting all the Sherlock fans. And he may be in town this year. We will come what is back. We we made sorry. Yeah. What was the rumor for that? <laughs> sorry, you, you're teasing we will me. Come back to this. Don't worry. <laughs> We're on it. We're on it. Don't worry about it. Okay. So congratulations, Yolanda. We'll be in contact soon. But you are the winner of the Sherlock party tickets. Congratulations. Right. Um, let's uh, crack straight on with it then. So um, I. I'm not taking part in the New York City Comic Con. Uh, it's something that I would like to do. I'd, even, I'd still like to even possibly go this year as possibly I've applied for press, I've heard for nothing, but at the end of the day, I don't even know if I can actually afford to go because at this point, things are still kind of burgeoning for me and San Diego is my only North America trip that I can certainly <laughs> nearly avoid. Uh, yeah. uh, afford, sorry. So, <laughs> New York City Comic Con, however, um, has definitely grown to become, if not the second uh, most prominent um, pop culture con uh, in North America, it's on a par to uh, San Diego. I mean, the, the press certainly would like to say that it's bigger uh, with the amount of tickets sold. But that's down to the sheer amount of people wanting to go. And on the, badge sale, uh, the ticket sale this week, it all didn't go sweetness and light. Um, let me very quickly uh, read um, a an announcement that came through. This was from Lance Festerman, who's the senior vice president at ReadPop. Um, he stepped up to address what went wrong. Uh, this has come from bleedingcool.com, by the way. Uh, this is um, uh, the announcement he put. On Wednesday at noon Eastern time, we put tickets for the 10th edition of New York Comic Con on sale. And after months of preparation and close working sessions with our ticketing vendor, we almost immediately saw something was not right. 
I know you saw it too. Uh, this letter is an attempt to help you understand what happened, and while still might not get you the ticket to NYCC that you wanted, we hope it will provide you at least some portion of the explanation you deserve. The demand for tickets at noon was rough, roughly quadruple what we experienced in 2014. Those who were attempting to buy tickets in the queue know that it took several hours to move through the queue and received several error messages along the way. This was a direct effect of an unexpected and unforeseen slowdown of the system. What is important to note is that regardless of the slowdown and error activity, when the queue opened up at noon, there were already more individuals in line than there were VIP, three-day, four-day, and Saturday tickets combined. This means... Can I... <laughs> Let me just finish this little sentence. Let me finish this sentence. This means beginning at 12.01, demand had already outstripped the supply of tickets. Thus, even without the challenges we, were expect uh, we experienced unexpectedly, there was not a guarantee that people in line at 12.01 would receive the exact ticket types they craved. The queue slowdown lasted till about 3 p.m. Okay. We'll cover that, and uh, he also then covers uh, ticket resellers, which mm -hmm. all other uh, aspect of this. Now, like I say, I wasn't involved in the ticket sale, so I'm going to now pass it straight over to Alyssa. Um, where do you want to start? Um, with regards to the four times the quadruple number that Lance quoted, I'm not sure if that's a if if that's accurate. I, I fully believe that there were four times the amount of computers accessing the ticket sale mechanism, but a number of people had two computers going. So it, it very well could be that half of the people had two computers, which would increase that by an increment. So um, I, I think that's a, a little... That's that's a little confusing, would be how I put it. Um, I was, was going to say the same thing. That's That's been one of my points throughout this, this week is that uh, I had over four sessions just myself, and I'm just trying for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. um, no extras, you know, for any other purposes. So I, I think that, that that number is inflated. Now, again, they did sell out the show, or close to sell out. They may have some Thursdays left. So there was almost an equal amount of demand for supply. But there were a lot of extra people just, I mean, and you could go on your, ta many people just had their cell phones running, you know, or their tablets. I mean, who doesn't have a cell phone, a tablet, and a computer at least, and had at least, you know, a few sessions just themselves trying, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. And, and I mean, and this is it's also interesting that Lance is taking is taking the heat for a show clicks problem, which is kind of interesting to me, is that he's taking ownership of it, which is which is a, is a good thing um, as far as I can tell. I mean, he doesn't have to say you know, I mean, because they they actually went through, to my understanding, and did all of the load testing. That um, that they did their due diligence. Um, Repop did to uh, for show clicks to make sure that they could handle the load. I mean, with uh, they had a, a large ticket sale for packs, which I think is maybe 
two-thirds the size, and I don't know, you'll have to correct me on that number, two-thirds the size of New York Comic Con. And that went smoothly. And they're not, the PAX people are, are tech, you know, I'm sure they had multiple computers going too. So it's, it's, it's interesting that he's stepping forward and, you know, taking this straight, you know, taking this on. Um, and they do seem to be helping, which is nice. The, the repot people seem to be helping the people who've had some problems, who got the error screens. What kind of support have they been um, giving out? Um, I know one person in particular who was very quick, (laughs) and this gets into a whole other issue of of the San Diego people, uh, San Diego Comic-Con people, knowing the process. Um, I think this particular person turned around and submitted a screenshot before the end of the sale. Um, So she had her screenshot submitted by 1 o'clock. And she, um, they turned around and offered her a ticket. And she is coming, flying out from San Diego, a longtime forum member, Transmute Jen, is flying out from San Francisco to New York Comic Con for her first, her first convention. (laughs) So, they they took care of her and they did it they did it promptly. I think she found out yesterday. So they're starting to go through people um, who submitted screenshots. Uh, they're asking for things like IP addresses and um, uh, various other documentation. Sure. You know, so you can't just say, "Oh, I I I didn't I didn't make it," and. Uh, They'll give you a ticket. That's not going to happen. You gotta, you gotta prove it. <laughs> what, was the, what was the kind of timetable throughout the course of the Wednesday? Because, because I started reading. Um, I mean, very similar to the uh, San Diego Comic Con badge sale, in that the doors opened and almost immediately I started reading air, air crashes, page locks across the board. What was the kind of timetable uh, for the for the badge sale, or for the ticket sale? Sorry. It was a bit slower, I think, this year. Because, I, 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 again, I think the, the server issues were a problem for some people. Um, I know, because I saw some people buying VIP passes as late as 12.30, whereas I know last year they were pretty much gone by 12.03, 12.02. So somehow people were, you know, having problems with it, get the tickets in their cart or then have an error and they couldn't finish it or mm-hmm. other issues. I know that's had to have been a factor in why some of the VIPs were available that far in to the show. Mm-hmm. I, I would second that. I know that I had uh, I had two, uh, three sets I had three sets of VIP tickets in my cart at, at, at three different occasions. Uh, two, one set of tickets in my cart on three different occasions, and on none of those three different occasions was I able to complete the sale. Um, and I got so I got to the the bitter end. Aside from the white screens and all of that, I got to the bitter end and put my credit card number in, and it wouldn't authorize my card. It couldn't. It just couldn't make that final leap to it. I, I, I did see a number of things. Like I say, I mean, it wasn't just on one certain page. I mean, at least with San Diego, it was pretty much a load-bearing thing from the word go. Mm-hmm. New York City Comic Con, it did seem that it was there were elements 
pretty much across the board, which just kind of were throwing people a whole bunch of issues. And like you say, even at the payment screen. I, I can yes. say, though, I, I didn't have quite those issues. I don't know. I, I'm very grateful. I'm happy. But I submitted. I was in the queue. 12.01, I didn't get through. You know, I, had, I wasn't at the buy page, so I was very worried. Even by 12.03, I was like, oh, that's it. I'm screwed. But... <laughs> I, I, by 12.06, I hit the buy page and everything was left. And I, I, I'm just, you know, got through. Somehow I was on a good server and I didn't experience any issues, you know, and went right through. Yeah, I, I think that it really was a luck of the draw on what server you got put in. And as a, a friend who is familiar with server technology said, <laughs> And this was directly about show, show clicks of the load balancing. What load balancing? <laughs> Except he used some, some negative, <laughs> some bad words. <laughs> that, that it didn't, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that, 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 that was me attempting to do a Steve Rogers Captain America language. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the, it works if it's an American accent. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just a couple of comments that's coming in on the Q&A uh, before we move on to uh, the, the next uh, heading that you want to mm-hmm. do. Um, this is from Michael uh, Mooklin. Once again, do jump in on the Q&A and do let us know what your thoughts are. And just jump in, of course, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say. Honestly, four times, uh, this is obviously referring to the amount of uh, load that it was saying, whatever, this is a non-profit company that should know, based on their experiences and how tickets for San Diego Comic-Con is run, He's basically stating that um, for uh, New York mm-hmm. Comic Con, for Repop, he feels that it's shoddy work by them. Get a scalable system up, get it right, and take this issue out of the discussion. And uh, so, okay. I, I, Carla, with all due respect to Michael, and, and he has an absolutely great point that they ha- Repop has the money to do this. However, um, they thought they had. So it, it, it was a show clicks problem, number one. Show, show clicks totally underestimated it. And they're at, just like I've said about San Diego, a number of other places like the Olympics, like, um, the desert, uh, what, uh, what's the desert <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that has? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are so many other companies and it's a denial of service. I mean, this is, this is plain and simple. I mean, Overcome that. We've even had a, a, a comment from Angela Copley. Um, Gallifrey mm-hmm. One, it's a small show. Mm-hmm. And they had to make pitches on their ticket sales. They had to resort to email entry for a chance at passes. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, pop culture is now such an explosive uh, thing worldwide. It's going to be swamped whatever scale of the event. If, if any... If anybody can solve the problem, though, it's Repop because they've got the resources to be able to do this no. and to, to come up with this situation. There was um, in GeekWire, there's um, a, an article about the packs sale, which somebody, I think Betsy Wooden had mentioned um, a, a comment about that, where they had brought up um, the possibility of doing the... Um, a lottery, um, and they also brought up the possibility of doing uh, tie your name to the bad to the ticket idea, and 
what Lance said was that it would take probably, given the amount of people that go to New York Con or to PAX, it would take two to three hours to get everybody through the line. Just like, you know, at New York Con, I can only assume that it would take three to four or five hours to get everybody um, to pick up their, their ticket. So are the New York fans willing to put up with that is a huge question. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll pose that to Mike since he's a New York resident, <laughs> putting him on the spot. <laughs> I mean, I think San Diego does it well. I don't know. We, you know, we, I've now been to San Diego for two or three years. Um, for me, I line up early. Uh, on Wednesday, I've only had preview and four days, so, you know, I don't know the experience of, you know, individual day tickets, but for my, speaking for myself, I'll wait online, they, they get us in two, three hours early, um, and then we're just waiting for the doors to open, so I think mm-hmm. there, there is room for if they said, uh, uh, you know, We'll open the doors at 8 a.m., but the, you know, the show floor doesn't open till 10. So they have two hours to start, you know, filtering out tickets. Mm-hmm. I mean. But where are they going to put the people once they get their ticket? I, well, that queue hall is very, very large. I think they could have. Good point. They, they as they're, as they're, mm-hmm. uh, allowing people in, they could have kind of, you know how they had shoots at each. Yep. For, for the lines, just have a whole shoot of like, you know, 100, 200 people just scanning badges and, you know, you just go in for the next available person, you know, mm-hmm. the same way that San Diego works it. Yeah, that's true. That would make a lot of sense. But and another thought would be to actually have a preview night. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I have to admit, though, I think they're going to go get back to a preview night. I think it's only three, four years away, maybe even less, yeah. before they, they add new, another day to it. I, I, because if, if they did a preview night, then they could have um, a pickup, a badge pickup at, say, 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning for example, and have a whole five hours uh, so people can come and pick their badge up. Yeah. Okay, that looks like beer. <laughs> I, I, I am about to get to that. This is not exactly a, a cup of tea. This is um, a pint of beer for the New Yorker today. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. My, my, I, I see how easy distractible I am, you know, shiny squirrel. Oh, that's so cool. I, I meant to get to it a bit earlier, but yes, we are here with a New York. As we as we get close to San Diego Comic Con, I can see us turning into a pet. <laughs> Anyway, what I was trying to say is if people, if they did a preview night, then they could um, have a a pickup time of five or six hours on Wednesday during the day, you know, and people could line up or not, you know, so people could pick up a four-day ticket or a three-day ticket on Wednesday afternoon without having to wait in line on Thursday morning or Friday morning. I'm curious what the um, financials of that is because... Um, the difference, obviously, is that it's a convention center in New York City, um, and obviously, as a commercial enterprise, uh, Repop are putting a lot of money into hiring that uh, venue. I'm wondering what an, another day would actually cost uh, mm. to put into that into practice. Quickly, okay. um, um, a couple of more comments. Um, number one, um, people were saying that it's Burning Man. The, the, uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. 
Michael Ruddy, um, I used to exhibit at New York Comic Con two years ago. A 10 by 10 foot booth was uh, 1350 It's now $1,600. Uh, so, I mean, the, 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 it's obviously the prices are, are going up, and it is becoming more of a, uh, a commercial enterprise. Um, this is from in regards to just um, applying for the, the tickets. Uh, this is a tale from uh, Karma Savage. Hello, Karma. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, once I got through the New York City queue at 1.01 p.m., I had an error message at every single page of the payment process, refreshed each page as I went through, and then the survey and terms of condition in the middle of the payment process was also baffling. Um, <laughs> it, it does seem that um, a lot of people have been um, slightly confused um, with a number of just the way that they tried to clarify things even while it was all happening. Uh, Michael uh, um, is saying again, I think Repop deliberately made it confusing to even purchase tickets, even when they sent out a direct link during the day. Now, yeah, um, tell me how this worked, because um, now, the, I'm guessing that the email... Uh, an email link went out, but then did it go to a, an email link which was just mailed out to people? How how did it? How was the process? What was the process? I remember seeing the link um, actually tweeted and on Facebook. I maybe there was an email, but I recall it on their social media. And their website was having problems also. At one point, you couldn't even log on to their website to find that link. So if you didn't have social media, you weren't getting it. Yeah. I think they sent out the link in their defense to uh, so that people could wouldn't have the problem of getting it off of the website. So people would it would be readily available and they'd be able to just click through to it. It dropped. I used the link and it dropped me straight into the waiting room. Um, for for all my my uh, the three devices that I had going. So it it was a smart idea in in on their part to um, take the New York Comic Con website out of the picture so they didn't have any um, click-through problems. Uh, you know, Google uh, Google uh, uh, Analytics or, you know, any of those kind of issues. Uh, they were not pre- prominent because of that. And so, and I don't think that anybody had the link before before the uh, the actual sale until they started sending it out earlier that day. I think um, it was all, you know, it was all on the up and up and straightforward. Fair enough. Uh, Actually, I, have, I have a question for you. When did you submit your press pass? Who, for myself? Yeah, for yourself. Um, I, I did, I have submitted it late. This was about two weeks ago. Really? And you haven't had a reply? Not yet, no. Because I, I actually submitted myself also, but I got a reply by the next morning. Uh, yes, but you know them, Mike. <laughs> I don't know everyone at Repop. I know, I know three quarters of them. <laughs> you get to go to all of the, the defend the beer parties as he drinks. <laughs> this is consolation for not getting the panel at Gen Con, yeah. right? The beer. Okay. <laughs> Okay, a couple more comments uh, from the Q&A. Uh, Kurt Lacaro, um, I submitted a screenshot and filled out the form yesterday. They asked for the IP address and what browser I was using and the time and if I was using Windows or Android. It was frustrating to take the survey. I 
don't doubt that what uh, one thing to actually have to do that it's it's very um disconcerting um Christian uh, Tristan Stewart I could have bought four day passes for my friends but was waiting to hear back from them no reply so no tickets the experience overall was terrible so many site issues okay um I think the one thing that um I do want to move on to is the next thing that's covered in um, the release from uh, from Lance, and this is regarding the scalpers. Now, um, the, uh, the release states. Now, let's talk about those ticket resellers. We don't like them either. We know you see tickets available on reseller sites, and we know how frustrating that is, especially if you did not get the tickets you wanted. And please know, we continue to be aggressive about doing all we can to deal with those resellers. We further limited quantities this year. We will comb through these sites and attempt to get tickets removed. We review the data of ticket purchases and cross-checks names, addresses, email, credit cards, and then remove and ban where we find people trying to buy tickets over the maximum allowed. In short, we are as frustrated by people selling tickets at an inflated price as you are. Okay, what can you do about those reselling tickets? Don't buy them. First of all, it creates a market for people to price gouge, but just as important, we will be cancelling as many of those people we can identify as ticket resellers, meaning those trying to cheat the system and buy large quantities, so you may be buying a worthless piece of paper. Um, someone has put up on the Q&A um, something that they've been looking at. Um, yeah, this is from Cat Lily. As of 1pm, and I'm not too sure if you're East Coast or West Coast, Cat. Uh, so I'm guessing uh, 1 p.m. Uh, East Coast. Sunday, there are 258 tickets currently on sale on eBay. It's a ridiculous situation. Um, if anything, it's something that uh, San Diego are also uh, com uh, combating as well. But the thing about um, New York City is it's an actual ticket Um it's a little bit more, it's not so much code, it's not so much some uh, an email registration you get through, it's an actual ticket. Um, mm -hmm. what's, what's your thoughts, guys? A ticket. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, I, I was going to say I was going to let you start, so start. Okay. <laughs> uh, tickets versus badges. And that's that's the huge thing. Um, badges badges can you know can be repossessed. I'm not sure if tickets can be repossessed if they're found to to be they can be confiscated whether or not they're found to be um, uh, bought by scalpers. Um, so you've got the two standard uh, ways of dealing with uh, tickets. You've got attaching a name uh, the badges attaching a name to it, and um, if that doesn't work, then Randomizing, you know, we talked about the randomizing of the waiting room. That that issue too. I kind of lost myself in the middle of that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Welcome to my world. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll jump in. All right. I, it mm -hmm. may be a bit long, so if I start rambling, you know, cut me off. Absolutely. From my perspective, before they announced the sale, I've been a VIP the last few years. So I actually sent an email to Lance right before the pre, when they announced there was no pre-sale. And I said, one of my concerns was, you know, you don't have a pre-sale. I think that's a little, you know, you know, wrong. I said, you know, some of, some of your VIPs are some, not that 
regular four-day pass holders aren't some of your most loyal, but I think some of your VIPs have been some of your longer con attendees who have helped, you know, and I think there should be a pre-sale. To which he replied, you know, well, you know, we don't want to, you know, we want as many fans to have a opportunity to buy tickets as possible. And I, I, I understand first. that. You know, we're fan, yeah. Um, at the same time, I said, yeah, I understand that, but I said, you're still opening it up tickets for resale on eBay. Mm-hmm. Now, flash forward, and we are where we are. Now, I'm looking, and yes, even if there's 300 listings and 1,000 to 2,000 tickets on eBay, as that article in Wired still even mentions, that's about a percent of the tickets. That still means 90, 90 to 95%, 99% of the tickets still went to real fans. So when you think mm-hmm. of that in those terms, it's still good. The thing that concerns me and from my perspective is when I look at how many VIP tickets are on sale, though, there were at least 23 to 25 listings at one point, and some people had two to three VIP passes. Now, in previous years, there's been about 1,200 total VIPs. So if you have 100 tickets out of 1,200, that's not 1%, that's 10%. So you just took 10% of your maybe possible last year's VIPs, who are some of your most loyal, you know, some very loyal, rapid fans, and you've just said, well, you know what, it's okay that they went on eBay. That's what upsets me to a degree. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And you can't you can't quite argue with those numbers. Um I mean, I don't. I didn't know that there was 1,200 VIPs. That combine. That's both the UAs and the SA, the standard access and the as, ultimate access. As of, I know about two years ago, it was 200 to 225 ultimates mm-hmm. and 800, 900, you know, special accesses. That was in 13. In 14, right. it was about the same. Maybe it shifted a slight, you know, a little bit. I remember hearing the UAs mm-hmm. were very to the same amount. So, mm-hmm. you know, you figure about 1,200, 1200 and if you'd see a, even, you know, 75 to 100 tickets on eBay of those VIPs, you know, that's 10%, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that's, you know, and that, that could have gone to a pre-sale, you know? Not saying that a pre-sale will completely eliminate eBay, you know, tickets, but I think it would have helped. Sure. Yeah. It may, it may very well. The thing that concerned me about the, how the whole sale went down is that since a lot of people like myself who were getting errors, um, I had some, somebody else bought my, my SA VIP tickets for me and he went, he had two transactions. So I'm automatically, given the wording that Lance said with regards to multiple orders and past the, um, the requirement, I'm automatically concerned that one of his orders are going to get canceled, because, and which means my tickets will get canceled. And this is a direct problem of having the, all of the errors. Um, if I didn't have an error, I would have been able to buy my own ticket, yeah. as opposed to having my friend have two, two transactions. It does kind of... So, um, uh, Bite into the whole uh, group uh, badge ticking, uh, badge ticket, badge buying process. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that you, we yeah. did have at uh, Comic Con. Um, actually, before you move on, 
Alyssa, if you that Wired article that that you were referring to, um, I read that also. Um, yeah. And though, though it relates to PACs, they actually do mention buying groups, and they say you know one of the reasons they don't give out a lot of uh, advance notice is it allows scalpers you know to form a buying group. But it really doesn't mm-hmm. also address, you know, buying groups of people who are trying for themselves, you know. I mean, I, 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 I felt so much more safe having our buying group, you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting, helping mm-hmm. us make sure that we were able to get to the show. You know? Right. And, and the other issue is the nature of the people. I can't imagine scalpers forming a buying group. I mean, they're... My, and maybe this is a generalization, but they're all out for themselves. If a scalper can get, you know, X amount of tickets, they're going to take all of them. They're not going to give it to anybody else. The the fans, the true fans, <laughs> you know, the true, as Lance said, fans first, those people are going to take what they need for them, their spouses, their kids, and they're going to give the the next ticket to their buddy at cost. They aren't going to charge any extra, and I don't. I would love to see a way in the New York process so that fans could sell to other fans at cost. Um, but Lance's the way it's set up now; it doesn't seem as though that's possible. No. Which one is one scary. thing that actually uh, annoys me a little bit about the ticket sales is that, um, say, I'm buying, you know, in a group, and I'm trying for you and we're both in the queue I get get through first and I add my tickets to the queue I can't remove a ticket after I either have to go and purchase whatever I have or give up the entire order I think that's something they need to kind of work on is is the ability to like modify your cart once you're in so if Mm -hmm. I have 10 minutes but you get in a little bit after me you know and you just say I want to buy it on my own you know I don't want to have to deal with you know exchanging money you know with you or whatever I think that's something that they also need to look at too yeah okay that would be nice right okay there's just a couple of uh, things that are coming in on the Q&A um uh, this is from SDCT Crew. Uh, good morning from Sacramento, California. I think it was nice that New York City uh, Comic Con responded to the res- uh, issues promptly. It's frustrating that CCI doesn't always do the same. <laughs> um, gladly uh, for that one. That's uh, a good point. Thank you for joining us, uh, SDCC Crew. Um, Alyssa's got it right. Uh, this is from Michael. Um, I want to get his uh, pronounce his surname right. Um, Michaelian? Michaelian? I'll say Michaelian. <laughs> um, um, this has got it right. Unless they tie it to a person or a badge, that's really the only way to alleviate uh, eBay sales and auctions. And apparently, uh, this is from Michael Ruddy, uh, the Javits Center is selling their own Comic-Con tickets, and they're also charging more than New York City Comic-Con. Uh, there's uh, an article as well. We'll just put that on the top of the uh, Q&A if someone wants to have a look at that. Um, but, yes, the Javits Center apparently are selling their own. I didn't know that. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, we got some reading to do, Mike. <laughs> um, but let's see what else we've got. Um, I think... Um, uh, last one. This is Michael Ruddy. I couldn't even get a professional badge this year. In years past, um, it was easy. I applied for one using my retailer name and my new props Facebook page, and I got denied. So there we go. 
One thing about that is I wonder when I, – I have an odd feeling that now that ticket sales are sold out, they're going to see a big, big influx in people applying for press and pros. I, I have mm-hmm. that feeling. Yeah. Okay. It was nice. I, I will echo what somebody said. It, it is absolutely very nice that Lance got out and wrote an obviously well-thought-out statement um, in a timely manner. Um we don't see that from CCI. <laughs> we don't see it that, that quickly at all. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of sometimes we're lucky if we get we get information from them <laughs> weeks later <laughs> on certain issues. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to do a quick re, um, a repeat of the uh, uh, Dark Bunny Tees um, conversation. Yeah. So just to wrap things up, is there anything else about the ticket sale that you'd like to talk about? Or have we talked it all out? Um, I think that we're going to absolutely see changes down the road. The feeling that I've gotten from people that I've spoken to at Repop is that um, they will change whether or not they change ticket vendors, um, a different whether or not show clicks. Um, steps up and is able to actually do a sale correctly, um, whether or not it's tying a name to it or randomized. I know randomized is a bad word, but a randomized waiting room. Um, we we, were, we are going to see changes next year. I, I put a whole I put money on it. Um, I'll I'll finish off also by saying I mean I know well now they're also pushing the fact that. You know, there's no more retailer program, but Midtown Comics is going to have an event in September, supposedly, where they'll mm-hmm. still be selling tickets. And uh, while VIPs won't be there, there is still their other show, the special edition NYC, in mm-hmm. about three weeks from now, June 7th, 6th and 7th. I and, think I saw 21 days. <laughs> yeah. And they... They will be selling at that show, too. I think there will be a big line for it. I think they're going to – I actually have a feeling that they're going to see a, a spike in their sales to special edition for people mm-hmm. trying to get tickets to New York, um, almost for mm-hmm. that reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're selling, from my understanding, at SENYC, they're going to be selling uh, four, three, and single days, um, no VIPs. So, if if anybody is is uh, knows somebody who happens to be going to uh, special edition, <laughs> right? What is this? Because you mentioned um, this event. What is special edition? It's a low key comic focused uh, convention, which I am really looking forward to. This seems like there's some really cool talent coming. Um, I've got a stack of comics about this thick that I'm looking to get signed so far uh, from the talent that was announced a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, sp- the Squ- Spider-Gwen people are going to be there. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, I've got to. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm hoping um, that we're going to be able to speak with uh, Mike Anderson uh, he's going to be, he works with New York, uh, Repop, and he's going to be taking on the special edition, uh, event, uh, comic event. And, uh, I, I would love to get him on talking about it. Um, maybe along with CGC and, and, uh, <laughs> well, let's, let's, 
put the invite out. Let's get the feelers out there. Let's see if we can get get, get them involved. We were, we were. You knew went to it last year, Mike. What? How was it? Um. Well, uh, it was fun. It's for people who are familiar with New York Comic Con. SENYC was in the Javits Center last year. This year they're at Pier ninety two ninety four. Um. So if you're familiar with New York Comic Con, special edition was basically in Artist Alley. It was essentially just Artist Alley, but it's kind of like a throwback to those old, smaller house house comic shows where it's just, you know, artists and, you know, not a lot of not a lot of the other booths that are, you know, maybe entertainment oriented but not comic book mm-hmm. oriented. So it's it's purely comic book, you know, art type focus, you know, meet the artists, you know, it's you know, you're a comic book fan. You're gonna love it. You know. Do they of. have? Do they have a lot of uh, back issue vendors and um, original art? They had. Vendors? Um, they had a few people who were there who had back issues. You know, again, because mm-hmm. of the size, how big it was, it wasn't like you know a lot of places. But they had a few places that had you know back issues, and. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they have just artist tables who are just selling their original yeah. art or taking yeah. commission. You know, for me yeah. personally, um, I'm going to go. It's a nice thing for me to do. Uh, you know, it's only a, the, the passes were, I think, 30 to 40 each day, and the VIPs were 100. And if I see a Broadway play, that's 100, you know, could be over $100 <laughs> just for two hours. So for me, you know, a VIP pass for two days, you know, it's worth it to go see some nice art and go and uh, experience it. Um I've mentioned to them because, I, I mean, their tagline is comics, art, and culture. So for me, I'm more of a sci- sci-fi fantasy type art person. So I've been pushing, you know, trying to say, well, you should get some more, you know, sci-fi or fantasy artists, you know, because actually if people are familiar with San Diego Comic-Con, they have a whole big fantasy art area. It's actually blocked out. You look at the exhibit format, it says fantasy art, you know, this little area, fantasy <laughs> So I mean, there's you know they they've mar- they've messaged it in a way that they could grow it so it's not just you know plain comic books but it could also be you know other areas too. But I mean, if I pull out like for example, IDW, IDW does Dungeons and Dragons comic books, you know, and that <laughs> and that's what I read. So I'll read that. I'll pick up an IDW. And for example, I think this no not. This one, this one is Prescott. Um, this guy over here is Steve Ellis, who does a lot of regular mainstream art, but he's also at some of these shows too. So for me, that's why I, I, I like to go too. I could get a few autographs even for myself, and it's fun. <laughs> cool. It sounds like a fun. It sounds like a, an interesting event. It sounds very much like um, uh, um, Ape was for San Diego Comic Con. Well, I think, in well, not not so much because this is a little bit more mainstream. Okay. I'm I'm hoping that we have um, even you know maybe some a Marvel, you know, some sort of a Marvel tie-in uh, to it. Maybe not so much uh, the big booth kind of thing, but but that they have some little presence there. So Mar- I think it's a Marvel had a booth last year, but it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't like their big San Diego booth. It was just like a small yeah. little table, and they had, you know, a little bit of 
you know, small giveaways, and I think they may have had a signing or two, but it was nowhere near like the San Diego. Style. So it isn't right. So it isn't like Ape in the alternative press aspect of that you were talking, okay. but I suspect that it's in that that size range. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, thank you very much indeed for um, that uh, brief of that. Okay, um, I do want to um, repeat the competition that we were running throughout the course of the hangout because. Uh, um, Talking Comic Con, uh, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, is spo- sponsored and supported by Dark Bunny Tees. Do check out darkbunnytees.com for some fantastic movie-themed T-shirts. Once again, we're giving away um, a T-shirt by the end of this hangout, so hopefully in the next 10, 15 minutes or so. Um, if you want to very quickly enter this, uh, all you have to do is just tweet the hashtag Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. That's it. Don't worry, we'll find it. You don't even have to send it to me directly. We'll find it on Twitter. <laughs> it's just Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. And that's D-A-R-K-B-U-N-N-Y-T-W-E-S Giveaway. All one word. So there we go. But, but it's not bunnies, it's bunny. Dark Bunny Tees. Okay. Um, in fact, we've got Karma Savage who's uh, put on the Q&A. Uh, I received my cool-ass Dark Bunny Tees. It was the limited edition uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh. She can't wait to wear it. So, nice. Jump in on that. You've got 10, 15 minutes. We will be giving away a T-shirt by the end of this Hangout. And if you're watching this after the event, don't worry. We'll give you details of how you can win over the next seven days. Okay, other things we want to very quickly uh, talk about. Nerd HQ. We have had someone uh, remind us uh, on the Q&A, and it was something we were going to talk about. Nerd HQ volunteer applications are now open. Um, this is something that happened, I believe, uh, two days ago. Let's just check on the date of the post from... Uh, oh, no, it was yesterday. This was from uh, Nerd Machine. Uh, we are excited to an- uh, announce the opportunity to be a part of our, an annual Nerd HQ event in San Diego from the 9th to the 12th. Okay, so it gives you an idea of which days are running. It's the fifth anniversary of HQ, and we could not do it without the help of volunteers like you. We look forward to reviewing your application, so please apply. Um, it's uh, I've got a a, um, a link here, but I'm not entirely sure if I can actually share to the Q&A. I think um, Alyssa possibly can, but I... Can. I will find it and put it on the Q&A. <laughs> That's uh, the nerdmission.com, <laughs> question mark, P equals... One six six zero three. If you do want to jump in on that, um, the thing about uh, Nerd HQ, of course, is that um, it's not going to be happening at Petco this year uh, because uh, Geek and Sundry and Nerdist are taking over that space. So it's going to be somewhere else in San Diego. No real um, idea of where that's going to be yet. We've had a couple of clues and hints being uh, posted by the Nerd HQ guys, but nothing yet. As soon as we hear the word. I'm sure that everyone else will as well. So um, do keep your eyes open on that. And once again, if you do want to jump in on the volunteer for that, please do. Okay. Um, what else have we got? Um, da, 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 da. I'd oh, like yeah. to clear. I, I would like to clarify one thing. Mike Milken had posted a link saying that the Javits Center was selling tickets, and that's not. From what I can see, that's not actual. Actually occurring, it's a. I think it's a secondary site that sells tickets. Um, called TicketCenter.com. So similar to a sporting event, a StubHub or that kind of thing. And as far as I can tell, there's quite a few on there 
which is annoying. I don't see any VIP VIP tickets though. So sorry to interrupt, Leonard. Not a problem at all. Um, right, let's uh, let me just uh, make a quick note of this person who's now entered in the competition. <laughs> right. Oh no, I'm making a note of all of them. So we'll do a random uh, draw of that very shortly, indeed. Right. Um, this is regarding. Uh, let me just pull up the page so at least then we, I've got all the details to hand. Uh, this is regarding. Um, a, now someone's calling it a rumor, but it's understandable where it's coming from. This was off the back of Conman. Conman. Yes. I think it's Conman. Uh, this is uh, the show, uh, the web series that's been put together by Alan Tudyk. It's going to be starring Nathan Fillion, um, his fellow uh, um, Firefly co-star, and um, it's also going to. It's also produced by uh, a gentleman whose name I can never remember. So if you bear with me a second, let me see if I can just like. This is what I wanted to pull up all the details for. Um, Basically, they did a um, massive crowdfunding event to get um, this series up and running. It absolutely went through the roof. Um, have raised a staggering amount of money to not just produce this series, but a whole bunch of special uh, events as well. Um, basically, uh, they were asked as part of um, their crowdsourcing Q&A, so kind of like squirreled off into a corner of the, uh, the Internet, um, they were asked whether there were going to be panels at Nerd HQ and San Diego Comic Con. And yes, uh, it's PJ, that's it, PJ Harmer uh, is the guy's name. Um, he was forthcoming and he did say that yes, there are panels being planned for Nerd HQ and for San Diego Comic Con. And indeed, his answer was the panel is Thursday the 9th. I think it's at 3.45. It's right between Doctor Who and Marvel. <laughs> then we'll be in the morning, and then after, hopefully there'll be a party somewhere, and we'll announce it, and then... Da, 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 da. At which point everyone just turned... Well, I suddenly turned around and went... Okay, right. Well, that's the thing. Between Marvel <laughs> and... Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Because he doesn't, the, the one thing about the panels, and like I announced earlier, the panel details are going out to people who have applied for panels. They are not technically allowed to announce anything just yet, purely because they obviously may have changes in the schedule, they may mm-hmm. move things around. But these are big panels, and I can imagine that these are going to be pretty much set so far, because they want to try and get, because now it's a case of the organizers of the panels to organize guests and, mm-hmm. and panel attendees. So, number one, the question is, Doctor Who coming back to Comic-Con? Because obviously we skipped last year thanks to Stephen Moffat. I, I do believe it was down to <laughs> Moffat throwing his teddy out of the cot purely because of the, um, the social media spoilers that went out over the um, 50th anniversary um, panel in Hall H. Um, however, he could be back in town to do a Doctor Who panel because the American um, screening numbers, uh, certainly on BBC America, are doing fantastically well for um, Peter Capaldi and I'm certain that BBC America would love to get Doctor Who on a stage at San Diego Comic-Con. Does this mean that um, it's going to be, well it's obviously going to be in one of the big rooms, purely off the back of of the names we're talking about here. Conman is going to be a big draw. Nathan Fillion always is. At the end of the day, he hasn't done a, a panel at Comic-Con for some time. He refuses to do one for, pa- uh, for Castle. 
Um, and as far as I'm aware, he hasn't done one at Comic-Con for at least a couple of years. He's concentrated on Nerd HQ. Mm-hmm. Those. So, Doctor Who returning to Comic-Con. In between Doctor Who and Marvel. Now, we're guessing or assuming that that's going to be Marvel TV, purely yeah. because Marvel Studios, as we know, is not going to be at Comic-Con this year. So, Doctor Who, Marvel TV, Con Man, which is a TV web series. That's a TV lineup, and says to me, Ballroom 20. But it's a big, big set of uh, draws, so it could even be Hall H. Either way, nothing's set in stone. This is all just down to one statement that has come from PJ Harmer from uh, Conman. Who knows? But and there's uh, uh, everyone who's uh, noted on this. By the way, the uh, the quote came from uh, SDCC blog, who took part in the Q and A, and they they spotted the quote. So there we go. But still, it looks like we've got Doctor Who back in San Diego, and it looks like Marvel are going to be at the end of the day on a Thursday. I know that a number of people were also a little bit upset that Doctor Who traditionally traditionally is there a traditional (laughs) traditional day really for Doctor Who? It was (laughs) often on the Sunday. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Looks like uh, I mean people who have uh, only got Sunday tickets who were fingers crossed for Doctor Who may be a little bit disappointed because that's where it's going to be. So that's where it's all come from. Uh, It looks like we've got um, some things are starting to slot into place and we're starting to hear clues about where things are going to be uh, and it's now going to happen between now and the next six weeks because in six Mm -hmm. weeks time the schedules come out so that's where we are Um, let's see if we've got any I'm sure we may have have we got some comments oh sorry um, this has just put a real link up for the uh, (laughs) sorry okay that's thenerdmachine.com slash nerd dash HQ dash volunteer dash application dash 2015 slash. Um, Betsy Wooden, maybe Conman is pulling a prank. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to quite lie to the people who have given them money. Um, <laughs> if we tweet out, that, oh, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're in between Doctor Strange and, um, yeah, 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 we're going to be in between, you know, yeah. The uh, pilot screening of season two of Agent Carter, and um, we're also going to—they're going to show half an hour of Doctor Strange. We're in the middle of that. That's a prank. <laughs> That's a prank. So who knows? Um, when the announcement of, oh, this is from uh, Michael. When the announcement that Agent Carter was renewed and Agent of Shield a Daredevil—that whole thing could have been a whole H thing. Good point. Very good point. So there we mm-hmm. go. Um, Thoughts? I mean, uh, either of you two. Um, I will admit that when you said uh, Marvel panel, I I'm th- I thought to myself, well, maybe was wasn't it James Gunn? Uh, yeah, who said who made that original site? Maybe he didn't know what he was. You know, maybe he he just was talking off the off the top of his head, and he and he didn't really have any inside information, and maybe we will get a Marvel uh, big screen panel. True, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go with yours. I think the reason, I think the reason why we're not going to be getting um, anything from Marvel Studios is the fact that we haven't heard anything from Marvel Studios. Yeah, they haven't denied it, they haven't um, refuted it, they haven't confirmed it. 
there's been total silence. I don't. I just, I just want an ant man. So there you go. I know. <laughs> That's that's my my, my thing. Um, it's it sounds intriguing, and I would absolutely love it. And if they were to put it in ballroom twenty, that would be. I, I have to think that that would put it into the the Firefly scale of lines. That would be a hell of a first day. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe they are going to put it on. Why did why did you not think again? Why did you not think it was going to be on Sunday in Hall H? Um, well, Hall. Well, Sunday is um, what TV. Is what do you mean for Doctor Who? Yeah. Um, well, Doctor Who um, has been when they have had panels before. It has been on the Sunday um, as part of a yeah. te- uh, television oh, uh, yeah. run. Um, but with this, it looks like it may they shifting it to the the Thursday. To do with this, um, the other thing that I also suspected that it could be Hall H purely because um, when on Thursday, and I did mention last week that um, hey, you could possibly just walk walk into Hall H. <laughs> Even if it's exactly, you can just walk into Hall H. You have to like this. That would f- that would fill Hall H. That would that's, right. It's a big room to have some empty seats. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they want that again. Uh, I think they want to fill it at the end of the day, and these would do that. So that's mm-hmm. my. It it could be Hall H, but then again, yeah. who knows? We'll find out when we we find out. It it would make sense, but I, I isn't Sons of Anarchy, which is traditionally a Sunday show in Hall H. That's that's ended, from my understanding. That was, um, that was also in Ballroom Twenty for a while as well. So. Yeah, and I mean Supernatural. So I don't know what other shows they would put on the Sunday and just turn Hall H into a Sunday TV event. Sure. Um, y- you know, I mean, yes, I but, and years. not com- in recent years. Yeah, and not compete with the um, Game of Thrones folk on Friday. <laughs> I think that's the key thing. <laughs> I in my opinion, know, I don't know what Game of Thrones is going to do this year because um, obviously George R. R. Martin's not going to be going. Um, mm-hmm. Is he writing out his uh, checks for the new island that he's buying? Uh, <laughs> Can we talk about George R. R. Martin not coming to to uh, San Diego for a minute? So, so let me just tell you, he he is though. I live on Staten Island. He is actually coming to Staten Island for a signing. <laughs> okay, so he's being picky and choosy about where he's going. Fine. Yes. We, 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 we have a minor league baseball team, and they have a George R. They're going to have a, a Game of Thrones night, and he's coming down <laughs> and doing a signing. In when August. is this? In August. Um, let's see the only thing I'm going to just to dovetail onto that one I am so glad that he's going to finish to finish that next book that's that really is the key thing here in in this household is get the next book done to the printers and published please thank you it needs to be here now we want the next book now (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. What we've got, uh, just a couple last uh, comments. Um, this is on Twitter. Um, are we on schedule for SCCC updates, or is it a bit late this year? Now, I know that Neil Williamson has mentioned this on a, a group and um, has stated, oh, are, we, are we running a bit late with updates? I don't think we are. I think we're actually on this, the right schedule. Um, it's mm-hmm. just that um, this year, um, more than most, we've been getting Comic-Con news from other sources, such as the James Gunn announcement, such as mm-hmm. Comic-Con is now that 12-month event which uh, CCI have mentioned before. So it's felt like we are getting it still ramping up. But uh, mm-hmm. if you have a look at um, I've been looking through a couple of the updates from the last two years. We're on the right kind of track for the updates from CCI, from so-and-so. We're mm-hmm. getting there. And I think in the next couple of weeks is when things will start to ramp up because obviously, like I say, we've got the uh, Souvenir guide artwork to go, the T-shirts to happen, and then it's um, schedules, and obviously panels will start getting announced as well. So we're we're, we're on schedule for announcements. So okay. there was a, there was another question in the Q and A which had to do with the cost of exhibiting at New York Con versus San Diego Con. Um, to my knowledge, which is a couple of years old, I had a gentleman speak to me who had done both cons, and he was a, a figures vendor. Um, it, you know, he saw the, the bubble the bubble uh, figures. He was saying that it was two or three times as expensive to uh, exhibit and have a booth in New York than it was in San Diego. Um, they charge for everything. There's a cost to do everything. Uh, bring your to even offload your truck in New York, it's a it's a team it's a union hall with Teamsters, and apparently in San Diego it's a little bit laxer. Um, you've got to have three or four different unions involved, and in New York versus in San Diego, which is is very is very, much more simple. Uh, so unless you're a one person vendor with a couple of carts. You know, small rolling carts full of uh, stuff. You're you're going to end up spending a lot of money yeah. at New York. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think that's pretty much us for this show. Um, once again, I'd like to thank Alyssa for joining us. Thank you very much indeed, Alyssa. I would like to do a public service announcement, if I may. Go for it. It's all yours. <laughs> Uh, what, how many days before San Diego are we talking? We are talking <laughs> 51 days at the moment. We are at the point where if you have not done any, started your walking regiment, you are <laughs> going to die in San Diego unless you start it today. Just go out today and walk around the block. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for making me feel very self-conscious about myself. Yes. Um, Take your lovely wife out and go for a walk around after dinner. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Uh, <laughs> Carolyn, yeah. Carolyn would enjoy the time with you, I think. I'm Maybe. Sure, yeah. I would assume. Would this involve me leaving my phone at home? I don't know, I don't know about that. Really yes. <laughs> oh, no, okay. Um, so once again, people can find you at um, in the forum. Um, uh any news or anything that's happen, happening with the forum at the moment? Um, we're talking uh, all things New York uh, Con 
uh, with regard to that, there's been a very interesting discussion, which I didn't get into earlier, about the differences between the New York ticket sales and the appreciation for the San Diego randomized ticket sales, which is odd given the vitriol that's been that has been um, afforded San Diego uh, due, due to the randomized sales, but it's it's interesting. Um, how's, that's, the, that's pr- how's the Ask David um, part of the site gone down? It's going well. Um, there's only been two questions answered so far, and I need to, to send him another <laughs> nest. <laughs> yeah, which I, I think it's gonna. It, that's what it's going to take from me on a weekly basis. Fair enough. Well, I think at this point he's going to start getting a bit busy as well, so, okay. Absolutely. Okay. And um, thank you very much indeed to uh, Michael Leventhal for joining us. Thank you very much indeed for your time, sir. Well, thanks for having me. Um, um, and um, I'm so sorry that you weren't able to get your uh, your event pass. Yeah, well, you know, it's been a good and a bad week. I got my Comic-Con tickets and, you know, I didn't get this. Hopefully they'll add some events. You know, they do... Um, Gen Con's odd because they do add, you can remove tickets from your queues and they can always add event tickets to to an event. So there's still a possibility. You know, I could still get it. So Where can people find you online, sir? Uh well they can find me um at FOCCI or at High Def Ninja, um uh and Twitter all I'm all under M L L N Y, all three places, and that's where you can find me. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, you can find me, Leonard Sultana, at Englishman SDCC. Uh, and of course, if you want to get in contact with us throughout the course of the week, we do pay attention to the um, hashtag CupOTSDCC. So, let's do a bit of a random num random. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> a number of people who have entered. Uh, thank you very much indeed for uh, taking part. So, let me put in how many we've got, and let me hit. Generate. And we have. Dun, 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 dun. Congratulations to Japari Con Doin. Japari? Yes. Japari! Japari! Yes! Congratulations! I will get in contact with you uh, via Twitter and we'll get some details and we will get that t shirt off to you. The Dark Bunny Tease Boys are very efficient and you'll probably have it by the end of the week. They're very, very quick like that. However, like that said, oh. that is a person who has contributed to the community, Joe Pari. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Don't thank me. Thank the random number generator. <laughs> yes. No. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you, Joe Pari. So if that's um, Joe Pari, that's the one that we've given away today. However, over the next seven days, we're also going to give away a promo code, which um, actually equates to about the same as one of the um, tees on the darkbunnytees.com website, which means you can win a tee or something against one of their hoodies. They really do on, put on a fantastic range of clothing. Do check them out, darkbunnytees.com. All you have to do over the next seven days, just tweet Dark Bunny Tees Giveaway. Okay? As of next week, I suspect we'll be using questions. Let's give, tease it up a bit. But for right now, it's a case of it's a random giveaway. We're also going to put who um, applied throughout the Hangout. So that's don't worry. You are in the uh, the mix as well. But over the next seven days, if you are watching this back on YouTube 
or if you're listening to this on the audio version of the podcast, you can enter. Get your phone out now and tweet. Don't have even have to tweet um, to me directly. You, you don't even have to use the cup of tea hashtag. Just tweet Dark Bunny Teas Giveaway, and we'll make a note of your um, Twitter handle, and we'll put you into the mix. And first thing next week, we'll be giving away that promo code. That's the way it works. Uh, Dark Bunny Teas are supporting us throughout the course of these hangouts all the way through till July. So thank you very much indeed to them. <laughs> right, we're back again next Sunday. Um, it's going to be another um, uh, toolkit, um, which we did the Hall H1 and the big rooms last week. Next week, it's going to be. Let me just. Uh, I'm just going to make sure which one it is because you know, I don't want. I don't want to say it out wrong. Uh, <laughs> bear with me. I don't want to. I don't want to mess, mess this up. Okay. No, it's like it's offsite. An outside Comic Con. This is where we're going to talk about all the off-site events, parties, um, things you can see, but not only the nerd stuff. Also, the things that if you're coming in, say for example, you've only got one ticket or a Saturday or a, a Sunday ticket, and you want to see what else is happening throughout San Diego, we're going to do a, a bit of a rundown of things that you can see and do in a gorgeous city. So that's what's happening next week. We've got two great guests. We've got Chris Sully from the Nerd Foo and Katrina, Katrina Dennis is going to be joining. <laughs> that's next week. We're oh, wow. back uh, from uh, 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, and 6 o'clock, of course, here GM. <laughs> Do take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.